Yo, what's up everybody? It's your boy A.L. Newton and you're tuned in to another episode of A New Perspective. So glad that you're here. So glad that you're listening. So glad that you're sticking around um, this year in the perspective. And I appreciate each and every one of you that takes the time out to listen. Uh, tonight's show or today's show or this week's show is going to be um, because I've, I've debated this out with myself in my head what I could say and what I couldn't say is going to be potentially controversial and I know that and um, I know that and I'm not going to apologize in advance but I kind of want to be honest just on uh, four major story well three major stories one uh, one, eh, there may not be major story. One major story, one black Twitter story, one, um, <laughs> I don't even know what the classified is. And that last one will lead me into the, to the fourth topic um, that might get me in trouble because I try to navigate very carefully, very fine-linely what I say on certain topics. But I want to start here with Simone Biles. And um, the ridicule she received for backing out of the Olympics. Um, for those of you who don't know who she is, she is simplectically the greatest gymnast we have ever witnessed um, from any country, especially from America. Um, she is great and is dominant and has been dominant since she stepped on the scene. She is the last um, survivor from the Olympic um, molestation um, situation that happened on that's still actively competing. In fact, one of the reasons that she went to Tokyo was that she did not want to not be there and everyone who was molested by whatever Creepo's name was were out of sight and the media stopped discussing it that it um, would have been put on the back burner that she has even though she went through her situation um, stood with pride and honor and was the best damn ever to do it so heading into the Olympics I mean the woman is the most decorated gymnast in the world um, and headed into the Olympics, the Olympic Committee said, hey, your routine that we know you plan on doing, you can't do. You have moves in there that no one else can do. And because you have moves in there that no one else can do, we're banning it. Not only are we banning it, but because you are so far ahead of the curve, so far ahead of... Um, so far ahead of everyone else you can't do what you want to do not only that we're going to handicap you and judge you differently now i'm sure that that sounds as if it could be i'm um, compared to other situations uh socially economically but it in my opinion it can't um, so she said in one of her interviews, uh, after she removed herself, that it was the first time in her career that she was mid-air and could not remember the rotation her body was in. The greatest gymnast in the world, um, one, 
being pressured by hey having to win the gold and I'm sure um, she would have won gold but not only the pressure of hey being now the, the face of this survivor story um, not only representing her country on the grandest stage but then to have to deal with the haters and I don't know who told us I don't know who made it a thing that you have to deal with your haters okay I don't know who said that you have to sit at your haters table or that you have to have them recognize you or that you have to have them be a part of what you do I don't know who said it and I don't think it was right I, I I'm just rambling here but I don't think off the top of my head biblically I can think of a justification for it that if people don't like you and people don't support you you still don't have to go and interact with them okay that is a flawed way of thinking and millennials and gen x really don't have a problem um dismissing people who don't like them that is not a participation mentality that is not a, everybody gets a trophy mentality but that is a you know what Go where you're appreciated. Go where you're valued. Grow where you plant. I experience that kind of every week. Um, looking at the, the numbers for the perspective. And I'm like, oof, oof, oof. Little rough, little bumpy. Ooh, what am I doing wrong? And uh, I realize that those people that are supposed to be involved are involved. Right? Don't drive yourself crazy. Don't wreck your mental health to the point that you cannot be successful and because there's so much immediate need to get to people it is easy to wreck your mental health i believe that you ought to have jesus and a therapist that's no secret and what we're seeing um, um from the tennis star what we're seeing from the track star what we're seeing from the gymnast are these women of color saying you know what I'm not going to let this stress me and compromise my mind. Marshawn Lynch could have kept playing. I'm not going to stress, let this stress me and, and it wreck my mind. There are people now that are leaving jobs that pay more to go work at jobs that pay less, not because the money is what's important, but because having that stability and knowing that you're not dealing with something that's going to drive you crazy it's what's valuable nowadays and we should never find ourselves in a position that we're knocking someone for doing what's best for their mind as long as they are not harming other people physically harming other people are making it to where they are putting their foot on the neck of another person we really should not give a damn what people do to express themselves or to keep their mind from crumbling and going crazy and that's like telling Steph he can't shoot a three-pointer that's like telling Tom Brady that he can't throw a touchdown pass that's this that's like telling you saying Bolt you're so much faster than everybody else you're going to have to start 10 yards behind and the reason you can't compare that to some social and economical issues is because these athletes did not get ahead because they were put ahead on the backs of their competitors they got ahead because they started off with the same uh training and the same um same workout thematically but they were physically more gifted i tell people that all the time it, it, when it comes to race 
some things aren't about white or black to me. It's about if you're the best person, you get it. Dot, 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 dot. But if you are the best person or the only reason you are the best person is because something that had to do with your race, that's a problem to me. Dot, 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 which would lean and, and land on our last week conversation about critical race theory. Not to be too deep off. If you aren't protecting your mind in today's society, um, <laughs> as easy as it is for you to be knocked off course by something, then you're doing yourself an incredible disjustice. And it's wild to me that people think it's okay to tell someone else how to people that aren't professionals, people who have never had to um, deal with persons on that level. I'm, I'm blessed and cursed to have been suicidal at one point. It opened my eyes to so much uh, to the way things are perceived blessed to have dealt with bouts of serious depression because it opened my eyes to the ways to approach people. And more of us are seriously depressed, although we put on a front on the outside because we don't know how to tell people, damn it, I need a mental break from you. Damn it, I need a, a mental break from you, husband or wife. I need a break from you, friend. I need a break from you, um, colleague. I need a break from you, job. I just need a break. A day where I can say, you know, damn it, if I don't do anything but lay here all day, I've got to secure my mind. Children, I love you, but please don't bother me unless you're dying today. You got to do that. Um, otherwise, you'll, you'll be walking around stressed out. And I've seen some phenomenal people allow themselves to be deteriorated because they did not know how to be. Taking care of your mental health is not selfish it's biblical Christ literally took days off God took a day off I know that doesn't fit into what we're taught and, and what we hear and how people preach it and 24 hours on call but literally what we use as a guide the majority of the world uses as a guide to guide them spiritually said on the seventh day he rested so if God rested you can rest moving on right along um, so back in the day uh, before <laughs> before podcasting and Twitter and even before Facebook I used to do like thoughts of the moment you should even going back to my MySpace I used to blog it put it out these deep thoughts that probably would be deeper if I proofread them proofread them proofread them but I didn't um, and that really did allow me to intersect with some really really dope people between that and um, on my first book really allowed me to meet some folks and so sometimes I'll be talking about people or I see people and like oh yeah I've met them or I've talked to them or I've known them and people look at me like hell you're just batshit crazy you're lying now I've told my fair share of lies but there's something I, I don't have to lie about um, who I've met or who I've interacted with and so talking about this next person I'll do with a, with a caveat because I don't know how at one point Brittany and I like would chat and I won't make it sound like it was every single day I will say that we, we Brittany is cool people okay 
um, and Brittany Reiner um, is being bashed on social media for um, being bashed on social media for breaking up with her boyfriend and many people have have said you know she was just a gold digger now she did write a book she did talk about sleeping with multiple men of influence do not get me wrong Brittany is fine as all get out she's been fine she was fine when she was playing soccer um collegiate soccer she, she got to um when she had the fitbit army like she she's been that and then um follow me on twitter and I don't know what made me go to her page one day. I think I was, I don't know what happened. I was, I went and I was like, oh, unfollow, only follow 385 people. And I was like, oh, Britta made it to the big time now. But whatever. Um, like, she kind of put it out there. Like, there was a moment where I don't care what you say. If you were a heterosexual male and you followed on social media and you saw the only Trump we acknowledge, Tiana and Brittany doing this back and forth flirting how many people thought that they were getting ready to drop a sex tape and how many heterosexual men white black red or green were ready to watch it britney got the juice okay so she gets with this guy it was it's funny because he ain't good looking um and and sometimes funny looking men really do end up with really attractive women that's not probably probably how i got nicole because i'm funny looking um <laughs> but they end up dating have a baby. People are bashing them because they broke up and said, oh, God, she just finally wanted to bag somebody with a baby. I feel like she would have had an opportunity with people who had more money. Um, but here's the part about the Britney and PJ situation that kind of kind of weirds me out on the double standard of society. OK, so Britney had been going to homeboys games when he was 17 at Kentucky. Brittany, I think, is two years younger than me. Three years younger than me. She's 27, 28. Like, and there's an age gap between Nicole and I. If you know us, you know that. But Nicole didn't seek me out, show me attention, go to my games, um, pressure me from a standpoint of, hey, I'm fine. You got to give it to me. Those type deals. And it's low-key predatorial and the double standard of the way men <laughs> the double standard of the way men and women pursue people who are younger than them is is kind of crazy not saying that i justify it either way but she's got to be held for that standard those people who were calling them couple goals and this is what i want and now all of a sudden what do you mean you didn't know the love was a real will if I at 17 had somebody like Brittany uh, <laughs> trying to throw that attention and those assets at me at 17, 18, we would have taken a little trip to this town I know. If you get the reference, you get the reference. And at some point, we have to hold women just as accountable as we hold men in these situations and uh i'm i'm kind of shocked now 
having interacted with Britney before and reading the stuff that she's tweeted. Britney's got a sense of humor. Britney don't care what nobody says about her. Britney is walking strong in who she is. Uh, beautiful, beautiful baby boy, whatever, whatever. And Britney will have no problem getting another man, young, old. It's not to me about the companionship. You can call it gold digging, but I don't even know if this boy going to be Kwame Brown. Uh, oh, I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry, Kwame. I know there's no chance in hell you hear this, but don't come for me because uh, I ain't going to fight you. But, you know, I ain't going to run either. Nevertheless, it's perplexing to me that we allow women to display certain predatorial behaviors without a word being uttered or whispered. Um, but when we see it in men, we bash it and beat it up. Okay. Um, and, and, it, and we see it kind of frequently when like, I've, I've never heard of a gold digging man. And now I've heard of some homosexuals, people that were in relationships cause they needed to wear somewhere to stay. I might've been a homosexual at one point in my life. <laughs> but you've, you've never really heard of, oh, I'm going to get her pregnant because she's rich as a man. It normally doesn't work out for men like that. Like it's a shot at the masculinity. But like women chase athletes and hey, let's get go talk to a collegiate athlete and ask them how many when when it looks like they're going to be a lock to go to the NFL. How many women kind of are like, oh, yeah, and almost get pregnant or punch holes in condoms or think they're going to get that money. And we got to kind of start calling it out because we <laughs> that is part of equality. Part of equality is giving everyone an equal opportunity. But the other part of our equality is if you're going to judge people um, evenly, you, you've got to do it fairly and um, apply things equally. Um, I watch uh from time to time well not from time to time i watch a lot uh this facebook personality by the name of kobe d mitchell who um is a quote-unquote facebook pastor you can tell that there are some obvious mental challenges if you read deeper into um his life of almost dying and being deprived of oxygen and it affected his uh it affected his growth and um, you can tell that there are some physical deformities and, and there are some challenges. And Kobe tries the best to make the best. And, and he preaches on Facebook all the time and has had more viewers than uh, the church that I'm in charge of um, could ever imagine. He he is sensational. He is not sensational. I don't know what the word I want to use is. But there there are a lot of people who watch Kobe um, whether to get the laugh, his sermon is like the same every single night. And uh, it's the Lord, it's the but, but the Lord, but the Lord, but the Lord. He struggles with his enunciation. Um, there, there are a lot of things about Kobe ah, that make you that make you wonder. And if you all can hear the rain beating on uh, my window, then I apologize in advance. Um, soon when when we are in the perspective studio, we'll have uh, soundproofing material and and we won't be able to have these issues. But that's a tease I shouldn't have gave you. Um, but so Kobe is Kobe. He likes funerals. 
you can tell when he's preaching that he's repeating stuff he heard at people's funerals growing up in church and um it's funny to me because I, I tell my preaching cohorts man kobe sounds like a lot of us and we really need to work on what we say and how we say it um and kobe has found a way to make a living off of um make a living off of going live people sending them cash apps in between helping with funerals and um so he he is he's comical to an extent and so recently someone leaked a sex tape of kobe having sex with a man and um you know if you listen to some of the other things that he's get alleged of that's not too crazy um let kobe tell it um the man he was sleeping with had a baby mama that found out about it and got mad at him and exposed it that's neither here nor there i am disgusted at the fact i'm disgusted at two facts and let me go ahead and put this disclaimer out here. What I'm about to say is no reflection of any of the organizations or entities that I am a part of, that I represent, that I am responsible for leading, um, or, or any of that. This is solely the perspective and the opinion of Anthony LeSean Newton. This is not uh, anything that <laughs> anything that is law and is open for respectful conversation. One, I am not upset with Kobe for having uh, sex, um, married or not married. I would be totally hypocritical of that because before I was married, I had a lot, a lot of good sex uh, with with a lot of women. And um, that was my right. That was my issue. Uh the conviction of that I deal with it is what it is but the fact that someone would record him and have it and have it in the position to leak it and leak it is disgusting to me one that's with anything like the whole leaking nudes thing is trash sharing nudes thing that's something I, I've never done I've sent a lot of nudes in my life and I've had my nudes sent to other people to discuss I know these things um, after many, many years after, but that's nothing that I can ever say that I did. If someone shares a nude photo of them to you, they're trusting you to an extent. Furthermore, um, to film someone, dear goodness, <laughs> there are some videos that I pray there are some phones that are deleted because there are some things that happened. There were some performances made, but man, what a violation of trust that would be if that was ever, ever leaked from many, many years ago. And I could not do that to a person. It is vile to um, take you and a person in their sexual acts and one, either share it. And, and according to Kobe, the guy didn't share it. The guy's baby mama shared it, but put it in, in a position to where other people could get to it. Um, <laughs> in fact, I have only once ever had someone see something that they shouldn't have seen, and that was Julian's fault, because I told his ass not to look at my phone 
and he was looking for something else and he he yeah um yeah that wasn't my fault that was his fault but that was also a lesson to never put certain images or videos in a place where somebody else can get them and even if you get angry at a person in order to leak that kind of stuff is a um if it's not like trial evidence if it's not overly degrading i say all the time it's okay to be freaky it's okay to be wild it is not okay to be demonic and you know <laughs> that's just that's just disgusting i think it's disgusting for um I, I don't have a single group set phone set um friend set that could ever say hey yeah newton shared some nudes that he was sent my whole life um and so there, there's a respect level there that is disgusting to me so kobe went on somebody else another influencer's page and they begin to discuss um they begin to discuss his sexuality he said you know i'm struggling with it and they asked him if he was going to continue to preach and um um and they they were they went on this whole rant or this whole thing off the side about homosexual homosexuality and homosexuals preaching and i have a problem with it the more i mature the um ill-advised and unfortunate and uneducated and misinterpretation of the gospel now hear me when i say this it is biblical that god used a whore used a donkey to preach that's in the bible and so if god can use a donkey to preach it means that there are a lot of jackasses in the pulpit um, and there are a lot of reasons not to follow people. I have people come and tell me, hey, I've, I've known you. I, I see you. I know some of the things that you, you've done. It's really hard for me to sit down and receive a message from God through you. That's their right. Right. Um, who God uses to speak to a person and who a person decides to hear it from is is their choice. I like I'm fully aware of the fact that if I ever really left home, I could lead a probably much more um, thriving ministry because people wouldn't know me. And 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 that is a personal cho choice of how you know a leader and what you know of their past. And sometimes what you know of their present, it blows people's mind that I can go hang out with my friends, have a drink or two and still come home and be fine. Like I get that. But this concept, this horrible, horrid concept that someone can't preach because they're gay blows my mind. Now, I'll sit with anyone and I'll, and I'll have a, a theological debate trying to grow and trying to understand because I don't know and I don't get um, parts of it <laughs> because it's, it's not my place to know all of it. Um, I, I struggle from the perspective of, hey, the very first commandment in the Bible is to be fruitful and multiply. And in certain situations, just simply based off anatomy, you cannot multiply. But hell, I know perfectly healthy people, a man corner, who are perfectly healthy, whose numbers read right where they should be, who can't conceive.
I know people that deal with that and struggle with it <laughs> better than many people realize I know people that deal with that. That's a conversation I'll have. How those two entities and those situations lead into each other. But in most cases, uh, once again, um, this is just me talking to the perspective of all 15 of you all who are going to listen. Um, in most instances, in most cases, there is an argument, an, an argument and a conversation that can be had in the connection of spirituality and sexuality. How those items are intertwined. That no matter which of the creation stories, because there are three creation stories in the book of Genesis, <laughs> that that sexuality is what it is. Whether whether you believe in Adam and Eve, if you believe that angels fell down and they saw Eve and they saw women for the first time. And, and this is deep theology to, to have the conversation of, um, hey, angels, there were angels that were cast out of heaven. Um, because they followed Lucifer's lead, God cast them out and, and on their way down to, to be fallen angels in hell, they saw women for the first time because there's an argument that there are no women in heaven um, because women woman was a new creature and a new creation. And so we don't know the sexuality and the sexual organs and the sexual makeup of what angels were in heaven but they saw women they saw women were so beautiful that they tried that they had to have them and this is where the conversation has um when when you read biblically about eight foot nine foot tall people um and then when you look at certain regions of the 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 earth and see just physical specimens it's be, because the origin of those physical specimens came from angels sleeping with women because they had never seen a woman before and that's just why they're gifted um there, there's some scholars and some theologians and some philosophies out there that will tell you that that's why just it seems like certain bloodlines are just blessed um because they there was an angel and an angelic intertwining that that's a conversation that if you want to have it we could do a whole episode of the perspective about that but sexuality and spirituality run hand in hand. Show me someone's sexual sexuality, the conflicts that they're having sexually, and I can tell you a lot about their spiritual life. And this is why people leave more and more the religious standpoint, um, especially Christianity, you see a, a a mass exodus because we're at the point where we can't talk about sexuality without being offended. But we also can't talk about spirituality without being offended in the church. Um, we, we, God, once again, these are my just random ass thoughts. This is the reason I made a podcast is so that I can spit out random ass thoughts and have feedback on them. Um, the, the fact that Christianity, um, not not following Christ, uh, because in my opinion, being a follower of Christ and being a Christian have two different annotations to them, um, two different fact checks to that. And the way Christianity was molded after the death of Christ to control a number of people who were following and being liberated by the life of Christ. You got to follow me. I'm going to take the long way home. Um, that, that there was a whole sector of people on how to control it and that we let um, we let people who were grasping for power write a narrative to control people 
that had been freed by Christ. Now, since then, we've we've holied some of that um, pagan philosophy. But when you start bashing homosexualities and, and homosexuals and then you go back and see that um, the Roman Catholic Church and the Romans at the time had a sexual problem. Uh, that if you look at the statues, the reason there were so many statues of these um, Romans, and, and if you get what I'm saying, you get what I'm saying, with small penises, uh, because <laughs> they, they <laughs> the thought process then was the smaller the penis, uh, the more power you had to have to overcome it. Um, if you saw that they kept young boys around them in order to molest them um, and convince those young boys that if they wanted power or if they wanted to be of use to God, they had to be of use to them sexually. And then those same people will come around and say, oh, I'm not gay. I'm just expressing who I am. This was the conflict when when Africa was discovered in its full righteousness because there were statues of them, too. And, and the penis size was. Uh, comparable. You can pull up whatever you want to pull up. I'm not getting into that. The, the, the fact of the matter is there were two different thoughts on the way that was perceived. Well, one was shaping uh, religion one way and in, in Africa and in, in brown nations, religion was being shaped another way. Whereas <laughs> those persons who crafted um, who crafted the early part of the church were literally child molesters and homosexuals and then went and bashed it, um, demonizing something that if you really search the scriptures, you couldn't find as demonic. Um, even if you go look at the pieces in Leviticus that people like to use to, to bash uh, men laying with men and women laying with women and, and to see um, what the law was being discussed about then and comparing it to what people try to fit it in now, the two don't work. And so now there's more and more conversations about what homosexuals can and cannot do when heterosexuals, to me, don't value the sanctity of what marriage is to an extent because, oh God, I'm down a rabbit hole. I really don't want to be down. But because we have a societal image of what marriage is and that even that is, that isn't even scripturally sound. Now we bash same gender loving people. Now, like I said, if you want to have the conversation about the reproduction piece, I'll do it. But even when Christ is talking, Christ says that that not every man is meant to be married. That's in the book. And not every man is meant to reproduce because they can't take care of their offsprings. And those people, let them be. That's that that's that's in the book. But we've perverted it to what we what we want to know, because we didn't uh, Sodom and Gomorrah scaled the hell out of people so much so that we didn't want to have honest conversations about what was happening in Sodom and Gomorrah, that it wasn't just, oh, they were having sex and it wasn't just that they were having kinky sex because um, I believe in the power of kinky sex. Amen, somebody. But they 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 were having sex with animals and they, and they were molesting children that were just born 
and they were touching and perverting each other in ways that that was exploratorial and not um, necessarily from, hey, this is enjoyable. That they had taken something that was holy, which is sex, because sex is holy, and had perverted it um, in a way that it wasn't meant to be. Um, humans and monkeys are the only animals on earth that have sex for pleasure. Every other being on earth has sex for reproduction. Every other being on earth has homosexuality and it is not a problem in that specific species. I hope what I just said made sense. So that <laughs> walks with the, th the thinking that spirituality and sexuality have a commonality. And many of us don't realize if you strip away the sex part of homosexuality, a lot of us would fall under the banner of what it is to be in a relationship with another man or another woman and we call it friendship. We just don't, don't sleep with them. So to say that you can't, that, that because of who you find pleasure in sleeping with, less as a child, because I, I just, I can't rock with that. I don't see that children are defenseless um, in what they do. And even in biblical times, at 13 and 14, you got married and you got allowed to Rochambeau. And th there are some things in that that I don't agree with just from a mental standpoint of you couldn't handle sex. That is why people push Hey, having one partner because then you didn't know what else was out there sexually. But the wisest man ever to live had uh, 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 700 wives and 300 concubines and was blessed. There was, there was a level of unlocking. All I'm saying is that we, we can't continue to allow certain archaic thinking to oppress a bunch of people um and i couldn't imagine ne never never been never been attracted to a man never been into a man that it just ain't my thing um but i couldn't imagine if i couldn't express how much i enjoy women i, I just couldn't imagine it and or, or just to display my love and I'll keep that, keep that at home. We don't want to see that. <laughs> I had a, had, a, had a gay person tell me at one point when, when my, my mindset was like, oh, you're gay, you're disgusting. Because at one point that was my mindset. But I had a gay person put it to me like this. They asked me, said, do you want every woman that you see? Hell no, I don't. Said, neither do gay men want every man they see. Or neither does every woman want every woman they see. It's dogmatic thinking. It's miserable people upset with the fact that other people know how to freely express themselves. It's a problem. Um, and, and I don't know the solution of it other than to, to, to find love. I tell y'all all the time that, that it's love thy neighbor as thyself, that that, that, that way is everything. And a lot of us have, that's why I said, you show me someone's sex life. 
Not just their sex life, the things they do in their sex life. And I can tell you where they are with God. I can tell you how they feel like their expressions with God are. Like I, I and most psychologists and psychiatrists are trained in that thinking to be able to have that discussion. And people who are at war with their sexuality are often at war and in conflict with God and often can't find an inner peace. Often can't find an inner inner purpose. Now the one place, the one entity that society says is the place you can make you whole, they're going to bash that too. I can't even go work, go to church and work out my relationship with God in a holy space because people are going to worry about what I do in my bedroom. Now what you do in your bedroom, that, that's your business. I keep telling people, as long as it's consensual and uh, not with a child, whatever floats your boat. Don't try to come in my bedroom and tell me and Sister Newton what worked for us. But, but, but we have got to stop this oppressive and, and, and that's a whole nother rabbit hole about homosexual people pastoring and all that. It's like with any person, if you don't feel comfortable with what they're leading or what they're doing or feel like what they're saying aligns with what God tells you, you know, there's a church on every corner. I can't tell you what's going to get you into heaven or hell. That's something that we've got to accept. That there is no, nobody can tell you a magical formula of this is what God is going to say on your judgment day. That is a false narrative. All I can do is tell you that Christ came, hung, bled, and died for the remission of your sins. Because nobody is always 100% honest with you about what they're dealing with or what they've done or what's happening for them behind closed doors. Hell, even the people that's preaching it to you. Tell you one of the hardest things in the, one of the hardest things hardest things in the world to do is preach about something that you are personally struggling with. I can tell you there are times what God put on my heart was preaching and it was about forgiveness and I could look in the congregation and know that I did not like somebody that was sitting there. There have been times I didn't preach because I was like, ooh, too conflicting. But we, we, we've got to stop this way of demonizing people for it I watch I, I personally know men and women who have a crap ton of sexual partners just to try to prove to themselves they aren't attracted to their same gender and then they go and sleep with their same gender on the down low anyway I, I, I know women that might have slept with some whose mindset was I have a lot of dudes come screw me because I, I want to be reminded that I enjoy this. I know a lot of dudes who say, yeah, no, I'm, you know, I'm running through these women. I really don't like them. I'm really not getting nothing out of this, but this is how I remind myself that I'm not this. Live your truth because the thing you're going to be judged on, the thing that, that the, the heaven or hell piece is going to be your truth. And, and the discussion you and God have about your truth will, I promise, be between you and God. I, 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 <laughs> when I die, whenever that might be, 
I, I love the people here. I want to be put on people's ofrenda. I want people to call my name and a legacy. I'm not going to worry about on the other side who got in or who got out. I don't know what heaven is going to be like. I don't know. The, there are so many concepts of what heaven can be. I like to think that heaven is so extravagant that we have no idea what heaven is going to be. And when I get there, I'm going to enjoy it because of my whole point of living my life, the way I live it, and my right and my wrong is to get to a place that is enjoyable all the time. I, 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 I don't remember who I had the conversation with recently. I was like, what if you, when you die, you, you get, to some, get to heaven and you realize that you aren't a part of the heaven of the person that you've been waiting on this whole time? You are going to be judged on your truth and how true you were to what you knew God said for you to be. So if God told you to be it, be it. If God told you to do it, do it and stop trying to. Th th there is a piece of holding each other accountable. There is a piece of um, looking at what's in the Ten Commandments. Th th those Ten Commandments don't nothing in there say who to sleep with. There are so many other things that we do that we celebrate. There was a, there was a church that had a whole beast feast that, and they raised tons of money of it. And I think it's the most gluttonous thing in the world. But then we'll turn around and bash what people do. I just, I guess the older I get and the more I really talk to people and get to know people and get to hear people's different experiences. I'm troubled by how much we hurt each other because we don't stop to try to understand it. And understanding it doesn't mean you can do it. Understanding it doesn't mean um, it's for you. I have tried my damnedest to be a car man. I, I just, I can't, I can't tell you how a damn car works. I can tell you when when it when it go to the hot side, I can change the tire on it. I can go see when I need oil in the car. I know when I need gas. I can tell you when something's wrong with the radiator. I can't tell you about the turbines and the pistons and the this and the that. I I'm lost. I tried to I, I I get the general concept of it. Couldn't explain it to anybody else. Same thing with 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 certain pieces of technology. But I thank God that my car doesn't not start or that my car isn't useless to me because I don't understand every piece of how it works. And I don't understand how it all works. And I don't understand how it's all supposed to work. It's, I just know that there are certain pieces of this argument that drive me crazy, especially in the entity that I affectionately love and call the black church. Because the non-welcoming um, and the hatred spewed towards the homosexual community in the black church um, blows my mind. Not from you will never hear me compare uh, that struggle to the the struggle of racism and slavery. Won't do it. Th those are two totally different entities. And I think Montrez uh, having him on, um, he he eloquently expressed the difference of that in ways that I just can't. Right. Um, I'm neither 
uh, I don't have that struggle. But I will say that for the black church to act as if they despise homosexuality or certain churches or certain denominations to feel that way when we love the music that homosexual artists and producers have have written um, for us that that we literally will add, allow their music to usher us into the presence of God and then tell them that they are not worthy to worship in that atmosphere that they created and many of it um, that, that the gift that is on the inside of them um, uh, came or was developed while they were dealing with that struggle and in the hate the sin not the sinner is is not it's just not biblical it, it's not even Christian it's 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 used I don't know I, I feel like I'm rambling and, and I'm not making the the most perfect of sense right now but I do know that we can't allow them to use their gifts to get us where we want to be when it comes to being in the presence of God, but not allowing them to use uh, their own personal personal struggles to uh, display their love for God. And I'm just, I'm, that, that argument has me so baffled and uh, I feel bad for Kobe. Uh, he does bring, he, he warrants attention for himself, but to, to bash him because someone violated him and, and leaked his sex tape and um, slash or for people to, to say he can't be holy because that's what, you know, he struggles with, even if it's a struggle. Um, I'll tell you, I, <laughs> it was never a struggle on if I wanted to sleep with women or never. And I'm so happy that nobody made it an issue that I wanted <laughs> Hey, to 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 do thing now you can say, hey, the premarital part and all that. Those that's totally different conversation. I'm the wrong person to talk about that because I don't believe that you you should live with a person before you. I do believe that you should have some type of hey living situation with a person before you marry them, and all kind of there are things I just don't subscribe to because they don't make sense. And we can say that the generation before us had longer lasting marriages for X, Y, and Z. I call bull crap on that because they were still cheating on each other and still having outside kids, even if they waited and um, were still oppressed. And still, if you talk to those persons who say they lived like that, um, they've got some struggles that um, they probably wish that they could mention. So uh, I know this was a little bit longer than it has been here lately, but, uh, you know. That was on my chest. Next week should be good. Protesting some white supremacists in town, like face to face with people who don't like black people. And uh, so, yeah, um, last time we interacted with this particular group, it was, you know, it, it, there was never a, a moment where I felt like my life was in danger. It was heartbreaking to watch children like children, children walk in and be taught that hatred. And so we'll follow up on that next week. But until uh, next week, I love you. And there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. Hey!